For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. What a blessing to be in church on Easter Sunday. In Acts chapter 3, verse 13, Peter, talking to the Pharisees, said, The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up. And denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. Verse 14. But he denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. Verse 15. And killed the prince of life. Wow. That's what Bishop Edward was reminding us of last week when he said, the prince of life was killed but that's not the end of the story and we thank God that that's not the end of the story amen because it says whom God hath raised from the dead and last week Tuesday we were reminded that when we hear the story of Jesus again and again it shoots some adrenaline into our souls so that we can live for him and I believe that this morning we are going to hear that story again as God has anointed our pastor our shepherd, our teacher our father Bishop Eddie to minister to us if you are ready to receive the word of God stand to your feet clap your hands and welcome Bishop Eddie let us pray father thanks a million for another wonderful privilege to be here in your presence with your people thank you for the opportunity to hear these engrafted words these words of life words of hope giving us counsel guidance direction in this life please open our eyes thank you even for your son whom you give to us but thank you that it was not possible for the grave to hold him it was not possible for death to keep him but thank you that on the third day you quickened him out of the grave and brought him back to life today he stands as our risen Lord, our resurrected Savior, who is still alive, alive in our hearts, alive everywhere. We give you praise. This morning, please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 I want to preach on Resurrection Resurrection Is one of the Mysteries 
of our faith. There are several mysteries. This is one of them. And um, why do we remind ourselves of the story? The Bible says in Hebrews 12 that since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin we doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set at the right hand of the throne of God. Then the Bible says, For consider him who endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be faint in your minds. The Message Bible puts it this way, that we should, um, verse 3, that, okay, verse 2, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him he endured the cross disregarding its shame now he is seated in the place of honor beside our God hallelujah and the Bible says think of all the hostility he endured um, from sin no sorry I'm a message Bible okay he says and now he is there in the place of honor right alongside God when you find yourselves flagging in your faith or when you you, you feel like giving up eh, go over that story again item by item that long litany of hostility he plowed through that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. May you experience adrenaline. That means that the, the push and the encouragement to continue in this great work of faith. And that is why it is a blessing that I hope and I pray that it will not only be on Resurrection Sunday that you think on this story. But every now and then, you should go through the story, what he went through, the pain he suffered, um, the molestation, the lies. Do you understand? On, on Friday, we're looking at the things he accomplished through his death. And he accomplished accusations. He fulfilled and survived accusations and different, different attacks on his life. And eventually... Um, um, lynching or murder you know and he survived all you are going through a few things you can't survive you must learn to survive and to survive he says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus keep your eyes on Jesus the more we keep our eyes on Jesus the more we are 
established in the faith. And then you don't flag in zeal. That means you don't lower your passion in the Lord. I used to support Arsenal passionately. But about maybe 15 years ago, or maybe 12, 15 years ago, I gave up supporting them. I flagged in my zeal for them. And now I don't watch them when they are playing. I don't listen for scores of their matches. Doesn't move me. I mean, it's not even that I flagged. It's gone. I've removed the zeal out of... Some of you, you are still passionate. Neosa, for example, is always watching and checking scores for them. They are always being beat. I think yesterday they were also beaten. Uh-huh. You, you can even predict that next week, Saturday, they will be beaten. Yes, and you may not be wrong. Do you get it? But some of you have such passion for these uh, football teams. And you don't have that passion for Christ. Now the Bible is saying that for you to keep your passion, you must... Uh, keep your eyes on Jesus and go over that story item by item. That's why today we are taking the item of resurrection. The resurrection of Christ and resurrection and its implications for us. Because item by item. So his birth can be isolated. His teachings. Even within the teachings you can isolate Parables, Yes, and you can isolate his encounters with individuals. Yes, item by item. So Jesus came to live, he died, and then he went to heaven. You see, that is summarizing a very, even your own life, you don't like it to be summarized like that. You, you also came. Do you understand? You also, you were also around. You like them to have at least itemize some of the things so that at least some of the details of your, uh, victories can be highlighted. Your marriage, you know, you're a good father, you're a career person, you know, you build this house, you, uh, you bought that car, you know, you were, maybe you were in a church. You like them to itemize. So when they write biographies, they itemize them. He was born here by uh, to this parent and then he went to school even school some of the school uh, LA they mentioned them the people finished maybe 50 years ago 60 years ago and they are mentioning LA that was not I mean LA do you know LA local authority schools we call them that's a local it's called Saito schools where you wear khaki khaki and when um I don't know whether it was Anainin or one of these ministers of education came on. Then they felt that the Kaki Kaki just isolates the people from these schools too much and make them stand out as not so great. Do you see? First of all, they don't even get schools like Kachimota, Prempe College and things like that. It's like, they, I mean, it's not easy to get those schools. But when you go there, we, we, they speak English. And in those LA schools and Saito schools, um, they, 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 they speak the local language. Yeah, and they study the local language. And they write it and they read it. Do you see? And, and, and they, they dress in the khaki khaki. You see, when they come in, you can see that, yes, now Saito boy. Saitoplasm. 
I went to Saito in my days in the mid to late 60s then when the 70s came I switched to preparatory school Radiant Way Preparatory School Radiant Way Papa Legbantu it says a kind of rhyme Radiant Way Papa Legbantu do you see Kolebu <laughs> Abui you see the local people wanted to localize the school so they tried to find <laughs> something you know a rhyme that goes with tway, way, radiant way tway, you know it's like Papa Le, but the man has slapped me and then you are injected at Kolebu <laughs> with the needle Kolebu Abui is needle from Kolebu oh Eamobo <laughs> Are you listening to me? So, item by item, we are at resurrection now. So, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And all of you listening, God bless all of you. I know you have all heard about the passing of the son of our founder and president, David Heward Mills. And um, sudden and unexpected, but God is with us and God is strengthening us. Bishop and Auntie Mami are doing very well. They are even yesterday I was there, somebody was saying that you have been encouraging us. We don't know how to encourage you. So what do we say? The things that you said, we are the ones who are always having something and then you are the ones coming to comfort us and strengthening us. Even recently, Sister Mami was in Rwanda comforting a missionary who had lost the wife. And the missionary who had lost the wife is now here in Ghana, visiting with them and also comforting them. So he is there just looking at them. Because you were the ones who came to comfort me. I don't know what to say to comfort. The things I want to say that you said to me, I don't know how to say to you to comfort you. But the Lord has comforted them and is comforting them and comforting all of us. So let us all be strong. Let us be blessed. It is well with us. And um, in the course of time, we'll tell you some of the arrangements that will be needed, uh, will be done for the funeral. So, it is well. God is with us. And um, we are still pressing on. Some people saw him preaching on Friday and wondered, so did it happen before? And he was able to lead us powerfully like that. Yes, it happened before and he was able to lead us powerfully like that. Yes. Yeah. It happened days before. But like a good general and a good father that he is, you never relent on your mission no matter the opposition and whatever comes consider him because when you consider Jesus who went through all this do you understand he dear he was beating himself do you see but he never gave up he never cursed his father for sending him to do such a an unfortunate mission and so we are still pressing on do you see so it is well it is well. So when you are also going through things, don't give up on the church. And don't, don't, don't make the church your enemy. 
and don't don't stay at home and say this is no longer I don't I don't you see and when you are going through things you have to just be steadfast on God and keep your focus on God do you understand don't don't shift at all because it is God you see Adam when God said what is this that you have done God could see from what Adam had done that all these things are going to come into the world at first nobody would have died but because of what Adam did which he didn't know the consequences when you are even doing certain wrongs you don't know the consequences of them even some parents divorce and they don't, they don't know what is going to come it's that what is this that you have done you don't know what it means for children to grow out of wedlock you don't know what it means for a child to be going to school and both parents cannot come together to visit him when they used to come together to visit him and now only one will come and the other will come later then he don't know what it means when the friends of your child are asking him where is your daddy we haven't seen your daddy for some time you don't know what it means and what it turns children into but you are just bored with the man or you are bored with the woman and you just want to check out you don't care what will happen I just want to leave this thing and get this thing off my back and then when you are now you, you now leave your children you know with a fragmented and dysfunctional family and they are living in a society it's not a simple thing you know so all these things happen in the world in fact um, we were even reminded of Reverend Eastwood who lost his children on Good Friday do you see 13 years ago yes on good friday not also it's a different day yeah but around the season you know and he was preaching at his convention when the news broke and he continued preaching at the convention when his two daughters beautiful girls intelligent do you see picked from school and are being brought to their parents as your father is preaching you see because he would have loved to go and pick his own children but there is a there's a people called god's people for whom he is giving his life do you see and then he continues to give his life to them and send somebody to pick his children do you get it and then they have an accident on their way and and his children die and four others who are also his children because they are all um his spiritual children too so all of them are actually buried in the same place around where his children are buried do you see so when you are you have pastors and leaders leading you bible says pray for them you get it and love them and obey them it's very important well you don't know the things that people go through for leading you you know yourselves how you are already it's not easy those of you who are married your husbands don't find you easy your wives don't find you an easy person to live with you see and then when we come to the church you are not a simple member to pastor <laughs> you know how it is sometimes you go for a long time you won't mind us as if we don't exist no text no call no appearance then you reappear do you see hey then you reappear say oh bishop 
<laughs> it's like, oh, how are you? I'm sure you are fine. Everything is like, oh, yeah, because the person is there. He also has to be there and forced to be fine. Whilst you are gallivanting, then when you reappear, he looks nice and looks fine. Well, he has to be fine. Hmm. Now you imagine having a lover who appears and disappears and comes and does not come and calls and does not call. Do you get it? The lover is that, that's how it is. So relating with church members, that's how it is. The same. I, I know a lot of you where you sit. Because you know where you sit. When you come to church, without an usher guiding you, you just go straight. Even when the ushers are there, you, you, you come through the door and you turn right because you are more on this side. Or you turn left because you are more on that side. Or you come straight because you are more on this side. Do you get it? So when I'm preaching to, I can see your faces. So, like, Patrick is here. Patrick sits always on this chair, even though his name is not on it. Do you understand? <laughs> Is that not so? Patrick, is that not where you... And, and, and it's almost as if he has booked it, but he hasn't booked it, but just, there's a kind of natural selection of where you sit when you come to church. So the pastor, he's watching. I mean, Yao and his wife, do you get it? They are always sitting on this side. So if they are not on that side, they are around here or around here in the neighborhood. In March, we call something in the neighborhood of... The number is in the neighborhood of... Beautiful. Kwame is here. Kwame sits always on this side. I've never seen Kwame on this side before. So when I'm preaching, that's why I, I, I oscillate. Like a pendulum. I go here small, then I come here. Well, I'm looking at your face. You may think that I'm just walking because Bishop Eli is feeling free and walking. But I'm actually looking at my members, their faces and preaching. Angela Sekpe is here. She sits always on this left side. I'm locating them. Oh, you don't get the message. Yes. There are a few people like Pastor and Mrs. Kwaku, they can sit here and they can sit here. Sometimes they are here and they are never in the middle. They are always at the extreme ends. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> yes. If I take, uh, okay, maybe you are in the choir, so choir there. Yours is on the right, on my right hand side. So I see you on my right hand side. You see, if I take Lankwe and his wife, they are always on my right hand. I've never seen them on this left hand side. They are always on the right hand side. So I have to come here to locate that, oh, they are around. And by the nature of his work, he's here sometimes, sometimes he's not around. So I, I know where he sits. So you may think that you are just one person who didn't come to church. So what's the problem? But the pastor sees you as a mass, a group, a large number, which you are a major part of. True. Even with the mask, we could still locate your faces a bit from through the mask, by the mask, in the mask, through the mask. Yes. Yes, Bernard and his wife, they are always on this side with their children. They never go to the, I know, I've not seen you here before. Always on this right hand side. And their first two or three rows, they never miss first to go. Some people too like to come nearer. Some people too like to stay far. So Sarah, for example, Sarah Keteku is always at the back, towards the back, around the back, and, and by the back. Yes. 
Isaac and Mami or Ben Dakon are always on my right hand side. I've hardly seen them on this side. You see. So I'm saying that we are in the family. So if something happens to you, the pastor feels it. Although you may think that the pastor came, yeah, he, he sees you and it's like yeah, there are plenty of people. What, what is one person? No, you are not just one person, but you are a family member. And that's why I don't want to miss service. No matter where I go and preach, it's like Sunday, I have to be here. I hardly, it's only when my professor, Bishop Asso, came here, then I felt a little relaxed that, look, at least when I leave you, you are in good hands. I mean, he's also powerful. He's a professor. He, he has a very powerful, knowledgeable, anointed, and very powerful. <laughs> From Oxford. So when I'm, your local pastor has preached for some time, he has to allow the international man of God to also give you some small... Because you hear a few examples on... I remember when I was in Milton Keynes. Because I'm always saying... Collegono, South Sontraso, Premper College, Achimota School. I mean, Sunyai, I mean, when I was in Sunyai, somebody said, hey, the way you say Sunyai, it's like, hey, you really know the place. And yes, because I lived there for a long time. Okwenya Junction. You know, but he would come with, you know, I was in Bambury, you know. I, well, I remember I was in, uh, when I was studying in Oxford, I said, hey, Rade, now with your local boy. <laughs> yeah. And when he's saying those examples, he never uses a soul or anything. David, he's called David. <laughs> Dr. David. You, you call him Aso. Because, uh, the local boy uses the Aso. Then he will come and balance it. He's knowledgeable. He has read books, various books. Chino Achibe, Alice. You know, Lord of the Rings. Oh, he knows that. And he can give you details. You know. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So even whatever is going on in our lives, we have to come and be there for you. That's why you also have to be there for us. And stand with us. Do you get it? And when Paul wrote and said that at my first answer, no man stood with me. He was really lamenting about something that really affects pastors. There's no need to explain anything. Just be there. There's no need. You can't even quote scriptures. You can, but I mean, sometimes you don't have to say anything. The Lord gave, the Lord has taken. Blessed be the name. You know, there are some things under current, you know, you have to be, you have to look into it and see whether these are not things you say. You have to be there to pray for the people. Pray for, if you've never prayed for um, the prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, it's a good time to pray to see Lord strengthen him. Now you can't know what he's going through. But you will never see it. If you expect him to come and put his two hands on his head and wail for you to see that he's really broken, you will never see such a scene. Neither from our first lady. But we know how it is. You know, and, and um, when we go through uh, 
the, the, the resurrection or the, even the passion or the Good Friday and everything, we are all looking at how God lost his son. Do you see? Yes. When you lose a loved one, you, you see that there's a feeling you get. There's a feeling which some of us don't have when we even think about Christ who died for us. You see. So it's a blessing. So God bless uh, Bishop Dagwood Mills and his dear wife, uh, Episcopal Sister Adelaide Hewitt Mills, and continue to comfort them, comfort the immediate family. Now you may hear them and say, oh, very unfortunate, but you see that your sadness may last for a few minutes. After that, you are happy, you are eating, you are... But the people who have lost someone, they feel it and continue to feel it for many, many, many years to come. Do you get it? So yours is to pray that God will strengthen. Because you too, one day, you may need some comfort. And you'll be happy that your bishop was there for you, your pastors were there for you, your friends in church were, are there for you. That's why somebody loses a loved one. You must make sure that you are around to... Is it commiserate or with them? Yeah, commiserate with them. Won't it sabra for us because you okay sympathize with them? It's a good word, yeah. Say amen. amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. First Corinthians fifteen. It's a long passage, but I'm going to read them as I read and I'm explaining that's the message. So there are no points. The points are the scriptures. I'm reading from the NESB. He says, now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. And that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that he appeared to more than five hundred brethren at one time. Most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep or some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles... And last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, and not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church. You do understand what Paul is saying? So he's trying to say that there is a message that he preaches, that Christ came to die for us according to the scriptures. He was buried according to the scriptures, and then he rose again according to the scriptures. And then he appeared to several people, and then finally he also received that same uh, manifestation of Jesus uh, on the road to Damascus. Then he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Verse 10. And his grace toward me did not prove vain, but I labored even more than all of them. Okay? Are you there still? Yet not I, but the grace of God with me. Whether then 
It was I ordained, so we preach, and so you believed. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? Or some are not aware that there is the resurrection of the dead. If Christ has risen, why are you not aware that there is something called the resurrection of the dead? If Christ rose again from the dead, then we must put our minds to the resurrection of the dead. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain. Your faith also is vain. Moreover, we are even found to be false witnesses of God because we testified against God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If we have hope, if we have hoped in Christ in this life only, then we are of all men most to be pitied. So what he's trying to say is that if Christianity's hope is just for this world, where we live and where we are, then it's unfortunate. Because this life that seems to be restricting you in what is called even so-called fun, you can't feel free to do whatever you want to do, then it's not a good idea. So the resurrection of Christ and therefore the, the future or the, the subsequent resurrection of the dead in Christ is a very important revelation that must enter your heart. Are you there still or you've gone home? Beautiful. So let's, we are still reading. It's a, just a nice scripture reading uh, and scripture teaching for this morning. After the reading, or we finish the service. But now, Christ has been raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. But now, Christ has been raised from the dead. Amen. The first fruits of those who are asleep. That means that he is the first person to come out of the grave or to rise from the dead. And he is the first. So it means there are others going to rise from the dead just like himself. That's our hope. We read on. For since by a man came death, by a man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ the first fruits. After that those who are Christ at his coming. Then comes the end. When he hands over the kingdom to the God and Father, when he has abolished all rule and authority and power. So he's giving you there is each in his order. So we will not, in, in even First Thessalonians, we who are alive will not prevent those who are asleep. For when the trumpet sounds, those who the dead in Christ shall rise first. Christ will come. Then those who have died will, will, will come first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them. So there's an order. The thing, the order day inside. Yes. So if you want to come up before me, die first. 
Yes. First come. It's first in. Uh, last. No. First in. First out. FIFO. Is that not what they say in accounting? First in. First out. So those who have gone first, they will rise first. Okay. Verse 25 says, For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. One day death will be abolished. There will will be no more death again. How many are looking forward to that day? For there is a day. You will never get any text message again. Or a call. You know, sometimes it's like, should you even be receiving certain calls? Or if somebody calls you seven times, what does it mean? I heard one day Bishop say that when you grow older, sometimes you you are not so happy with your phone because every day something comes, some relative is gone, some friend is gone, somebody's whatever is gone, a call comes at dawn. At dawn, they can call you. And when you get a call at 3 a.m., you know that it's not just saying, how are you? So when you get somebody who calls you 3 a.m., says, oh, Bishop, how are you doing? It's like, ah, do you know the time <laughs> I was calling to check up on you? You say, ah, and bang the phone. It's like, what do you mean calling me at 3 a.m.? Well, when you get a call at 3 a.m., often you, you, you start to wonder. Somebody under arm robbery attack is somebody has somebody been rushed to the hospital is some and for a pastor like me, oh I've got calls two AM, one AM, three AM. I mean it's common. So my somebody has beaten his wife. Yes. Wife is calling at two AM, three AM. Yes. Then you have to now call the husband. Kojo, what is going on? Bishop, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't know what came over me, but we had an argument in the evening. Then it spilled over into the night. Then I don't know before I realized my hand was by my side. I don't know how it came from that side. And then <laughs> it, I was trying to push her. Before I knew it, it had become, hey! But one day, death will be abolished. For he has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he says all things are put in subjection, it is evident that he is expected, he is accepted who put all things in subjection to him. That means that God himself is not under his feet like that. When all things are subjected to him, then the son himself also will be subjected to the one who subjected all things to him. So that God may be all in all. Otherwise, what will those who are baptized for the dead do? What will they do who are baptized for the dead? Because like those, there are some people who baptize people for the dead. It's like if they don't have hope of resurrection, why do they do such things? So some people also understand that resurrection is real. So even when somebody dies, they try to make arrangement that in case he didn't finish doing his good things, some people are being baptized for him so that it will be well with him on the other side. Beautiful. Verse 30. We are reading a passage because some of you don't read the Bible, so I'm reading it for you. Why are we also in danger every hour? 
I affirm brethren by the boasting in you which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord I die daily if from human motives I fought with wild beasts at Ephesus what does it profit me if the dead are not raised then let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die so this resurrection of Jesus has a lot of implications that's why he's saying that if it is that this resurrection is not happening or is not part of our lives then we should even he Paul has fought for Jesus he fought with some beasts not I mean like animal beasts but it's like human beasts really some way wolves is forced after the man of I fought with the beast of Ephesus. If the dead do not rise, why have I suffered so much in this world for this gospel? Hmm? Then we should just eat and drink for tomorrow. With what does it mean? Eat, let us eat and drink for tomorrow. Let us just eat and let's have fun. Let's go to town. Let's get girlfriends, prince, huh? With your beard, with your nice aphromosis. Uh, is it? Uh, uh, the guy with the is it Moses? Some I, eh? Isaac Hayes, yes, with your Isaac Hayes look. Do you see with your beard and Sakura hair, with your designer glasses with some tuft of grey and things. Oh, Ubenya girls need be brave. Thank you. When you bring one of these, your Benzes, you know, unregistered numbers. Now they be chasia. Shoo shoo, achuching, achuching, achuching. Na no, na. Oh, pumping it. Can be see what it goes forward, then it comes back, goes forward, then it comes back with with alloy wheels, running alloy wheels. Yeah. With ambience light. Yes. Am- ambience light Mercedes. In the, so you bring it in the evening so that when you open the, 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 the window and they look through the window, they see the ambience light. Of, wow. One day I was going to buy bread just in this area. And my car has a, a place where you press then something comes from the front a compartment where I keep my wallet and then I take the money so the lady who was coming for the money was standing by my window and then I pressed the thing then it went up then I pulled my wallet and she said wow then I thought to myself that this is how people get girlfriends because the girl was really smitten hey if I suggested that, oh, may they over call ride or so, Masa Mayanko says here. Hey! She looked and said, wow! It's like, oh, who be that? <laughs> She's never seen some before. It's like, what? What a car! And I said, oh, would you like a ride in my car? And then the air condition too was blowing on her because she was standing in the sun and the air condition was blowing on her and there's some nice perfume scent inside the car. When it comes through the window, oh, I tell you, we can take you anywhere. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, my boy. Should we eat and drink for tomorrow we die? No. You have to be aware that there is a resurrection. That one day when you die, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. That's why we can't just continue, just eat and drink for tomorrow we die. And when we die, it is finished. So let us eat and drink. What is fasting? Why should we fast? Ah, 
What is the use of fasting? That's why when you are not aware of it, you don't you live your life like somebody who just eats and drinks. Because in your mind, tomorrow you will die and it will be over. But it's not over like that. Christ has risen, it has major implications because it means that He is the firstborn of those who have died and have come up out of the ground. And so that also means that you too, when you die, you will rise up again. You shouldn't just eat and drink and, and feel that tomorrow, oh, unya girl be a opener, no blow no, unya boy be a opener, no blow no. If you get a movie, you watch. When you get food, you eat. If you don't want to go to church, you don't go to church. If you don't want to read your Bible, you don't read your Bible. It's like there's nothing that controls you that makes you live in a certain way. Because you don't live with the consciousness of the resurrection. That's why it says that if this resurrection of the dead is not real, then let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Because it's useless. And if Christ is not risen, then our faith is useless. There's no point in organizing this church, building a building for people to come through. So those who don't have that mind, that's how they live. They don't care about church. They don't care. They are Christians who also don't have that mind. So they don't care about the church. Let us eat and drink tomorrow for tomorrow we die. It's not like that. So verse 33 he says, do not be deceived. Eh? Bad company eh? corrupts good morals. Don't be deceived into thinking that we should just eat and drink. Tomorrow we die. This church thing will be too much now. It's not too much. Don't let anybody deceive you. It's bad company to be among people who think of just eating and drinking for tomorrow they die. It's bad company for people who are always sniffing out in town that where is the new, newest eating spot? Where is the latest joint? Some people live like that. Chale, uh, you hear about, you, you sabe, honeysuckle, chale, they get some chicken wings and, oh man, where they get some pepper? Chale, you eat that thing, eh? oh, you find too much, you find too much. Where they get some milkshake? Where they chew the chicken, where they drink the milkshake? eh? Oh man, it be like say they heaven. It be like say they heaven. Share. You are going to hell. You are eating chicken. You are drinking milkshake. You say it be like say you day heaven. That's not how heaven is. Oh, heaven is nicer than honeysuckle chicken and and and, and, and milkshake. Share. <laughs> Charlie, you go Amsterdam where you go where the place where they get the 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 eh? the chicks for glass inside where you go select. Oh man. The other day, as he said, they get some Russians for their way. As he said, me, I try Asian, I try British, but I don't try Russian. <laughs> Where I hear say Russian girls, you know, they make like machines. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it be so way the strength we're putting get, they, they get them for other sides. <laughs> You see, say we make Putin make aggressive. If we show them day, but them them the day for the sex part, no, where they make aggressive for there. So you you go plus them, they they take over. You try some before, you not try. Oh, then you know you you day back, you day back, you day back, you day back. Some of you Christians also live like that. It's like there is nothing coming. Let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. That's why he says. 
don't be deceived. You are deceived when you think that way. You are deceived when you think because now Christ has risen from the dead. Has a lot of implications. Don't be deceived. Tell your neighbor, don't be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Rather become sober-minded as you ought and stop sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. It's unfortunate that even in the church, some don't have the knowledge of God. Be sober-minded and stop sinning. <laughs> you think we are joking with this God thing, eh? <laughs> Be there. Christ has risen. Christ has come from the grave. Every year we celebrate it. It must remind you that you too will resurrect from the dead. You wait, you will see something. But someone will say, but someone will say, how are the dead raised? And with what kind of body do they come? You fool. That which you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And that which you sow, you do not sow the body which is to be, but a bare grain, perhaps of wheat or of something else. He's explaining farming. That when you are planting corn, you take only the seed and put it in the ground and then it dies in the ground and then it comes up a different body. It it goes as a seed but it comes as a shoot like a a blade of of, uh, corn and then it has other corn that have grown from it. So you may grow just maybe two. Normally we put two seeds of corn in the ground and then when it grows you can have about maybe about 200 or 300 or 1000 from just one stock like that. So he's trying to say that the seed goes in a different way. You, you put a bare grain, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body just as he wished. And to each of the seeds, a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh. But there is one flesh of men, another of flesh of beasts, another of birds, another of fish. There are also heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. But the glory of the heavenly is one and the glory of the earthly is another. There is one glory of the sun, another of the moon, another of the stars. For stars even differ from star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. So the resurrection of the dead, he's now explaining, it is sown a perishable body. It is raised an imperishable body. Your body that perishes. Do you see? Pimples can come on your body. When it resurrects, there will be no pimples on it. You, you can have uh, knee pain or joint pain so, or hip pain or some kind of pain. But when it is resurrected, it has no pain. It, it is not corrupt. It's not perishable like that. You are aging as you are sitting here with wrinkles on your face. No matter how much tons you put, no matter how much concealers you put, no matter how much foundation you put on your face, and no matter how you shine it, it's growing. It's aging. It's perishing. Matter of time. But life, not 
you you go on disrespecting people and just living and sporting and walking like you are the queen of England, which you know you are not even. <laughs> even your hometown, you are not a queen mother. You are aging. One day, nobody will give you lift on the wayside. Yes. <laughs> nobody will give you lift again. When they, nobody will turn when he's driving and sees you walking on the roadside. You can pad your hips. You can, you can trim your stomach. No matter what it is, you get to a place where cars don't turn and eyes don't look at you again. You are changing. There's coming a time no young lady will look at you even though you have money. Show a new one. Hey! One day an old man said, Hey, even age is very wild. Though. He says, When you even go, the children are afraid of you. <laughs> Your face has changed. It's perishable. <laughs> Your own grandchildren. When, you, when they see you, they say, hey, That's grandpa. Go to grandpa. <laughs> those of you who think your grandmothers are witches because they have grown wrinkled and all their teeth have come out you say they use their teeth in the night so in the daytime they don't have teeth you sit down it's coming to catch up with you it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is sown a natural body it is raised a spiritual body if there is a natural body there is also a spiritual body that's why when Jesus resurrected they thought it was a gardener when Mary saw her she she thought he was a gardener your master who has worked with you and talked with you and loved you today you say he's a gardener she couldn't recognize him because there's a another body you have it's strong. It was. It is youthful. It's strong. It's 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 sown in corruption. It's sown perishable, but it is raised incorruptible. This is what is going to happen. Oh, so you people live your life with this hope. Live your life that the, the life doesn't end because you have died. When you die, it's not finished. That's our faith. And because Jesus rose again from the dead, we know that when we also die, we shall be raised incorruptible. That's why he says, stop sinning. Live sober and stop sinning. Instruct the nearest person by you. Live sober and stop sinning. As though nothing is going to come after here. Something is coming, Papa. So also it is written, the first man Adam became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, then the spiritual. Yes, the natural, then the spiritual. So you are natural, but you are going to become spiritual. If you live alive and Jesus comes, your body will change. Watch it. As it is written... Uh, the first man is from the earth the second man is from heaven as it is written the, uh, uh, as is the earthy so also are those who are earthy and as is the heavenly so also are those who are heavenly just as we have borne the image of the earthy we also will bear the image of the heavenly 
just as we are walking here, physical bodies like this, one day you will walk with a heavenly body. Spiritual one. Verse 50. We are ending. Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Therefore, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable will have put on the imperishable and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Oh, death, oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Your victory in getting a body that is not perishable is through Jesus Christ. Your victory over death so that when you come up out of the grave, you'll be saying, hey, death, oh, shame on you. We are alive, oh, we thought you would kill us forever, but here we are. Look at my body. This body, you can't kill it again. This, my body, it can't have sickness again. All the diseases that used to kill us will never t- attach itself against us again. <laughs> Through Jesus Christ, God gives us victory. So the final verse, he says, therefore, my beloved brethren, because of the foregoing, because of what I've been discussing to this point, because of the fact that Christ is risen and you will also rise and you have an incorruptible body, you have an immortal body, you have a spiritual body. He says, because of this discussion, be steadfast. Be what? Steadfast. Steadfast. Which means stay on course. It's a term uh, that the Navy used, steadfast. It means to stay on course. And then it also means when you go off course, the ability to return is steadfast. That you may go on course from time to time, but when you go on course, you must also have the ability to return on course. That is steadfast. That's why when you, you make a mistake as a believer, you are not supposed to continue the mistake and continue till you reach the end of your life. You are supposed to have the ability to return and come back on course because one day you will rise from the dead. One day you will have to inherit the kingdom of heaven with a new body, with a new body. So don't don't shift from the course. Stay on course. Tell your neighbor, stay on course. Don't shift. Stay on course. Don't, don't, don't change. Stay on course. Even if you ever make a mistake and you are going off course, have the ability to return. Come back on course. Be steadfast. Therefore, my beloved brethren, because of the foregoing, 
because of the fact that Christ is risen, because of the fact that one day you too, eh, you will be changed. You will be changed. You will be changed. Be steadfast. Hey, when that day comes, your death day has come, you should have been on course. Your death day shouldn't come and by the time your death day has come, you are backslidden. You have given up the faith. Be steadfast. Immovable. 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 Nothing should move you. That's why our prophet is not moved by the passing of his first son. As painful as it is, it has still not moved him. That's why he stood to preach because he recognized that a day can come where something is trying to move you, move you from from the course and move you from your stand. Some of you, you say, I'm with you. Then when something small, I'm no longer with you. I'm a member of this Macarius church. Then one day you see that something has said, I'm no more a member. Or maybe an usher doesn't make you have said, I'm no more a member. Or you are at rehearsal. Then Esther says that you didn't come for rehearsal. You won't sing. Meanwhile, you have won the uniform. <laughs> because you know the song. You just ask, what song are we singing? They say, oh, this is the song we are singing. Then say, oh, okay. What's the uniform? Then they give you the uniform. So, oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm coming. Then you come. Then when she says, ah, but you were not at the rehearsal. I told you that if you are not at rehearsal, you won't sing. Then she didn't make you sing. Then you are wearing the uniform. So other people have gone. There's somebody say, oh, are you not one of the won't you go? So oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. So now how to answer that I'm not I'm not supposed to go. You you then you, it pains you that they have rebuked you and, and silenced you. That I'm no more a member. People don't like leaders who are good and make things happen and are strong. As soon as some small strength is demonstrated, but then jack. Mm. You are the sort of people that you quarrel with your husbands. An old lady told me the other day, she said she, she was by the roadside trying to buy Gary or something, find Gary that she has seen. And the lady around her, bola, 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 said, Oh, she did something and she threw that thing and said, Ah, but the rabbi, you have dressed nice. Why do you throw things? I said, the, the small girl who told the old lady that, Of our home, Ben, of our home, Ben. Then someone said, I said, somebody asked the person, what is wrong? They said, I said, I said, I said, I said, the woman who has come there, she's talking to me by heart. Then the old lady to her, ah, I worry about your son, Papa. He told the girl that your marriage will be difficult. Any man who marries you will find it very difficult. And she made her mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's like, oh. Then the lady went. Now you see nice, nice girls and things. When you see them walking, some of you brothers, foolish boys. All you like is big bottles, big breasts, everything. You don't even want to know the person. It's like, oh, we know each other. When you marry and they are peppering you, you say, I didn't know what I went into. You will not know too. Your face like uh, whatever. Brothers, they are here. I'm talking to brothers. <laughs> these are my boys I have to talk to my boys sometimes you don't know what is inside this coconut only water and 
you see his face, you say, erection Because once you are erect, the erection is going in that direction. Say, oh, it's a good direction. Archbishop told the young man, he said, Brother, don't let your erection determine your direction. <laughs> I agree with him. And I'm telling my young men, don't let your erection determine your direction. And sisters, don't look at a brother the way he's tall, he looks nice, then, oh, Teteno, oh, Teteno, you're going to say, hey, he has a nice car. Wow. This one will not struggle. <laughs> when we are in here, we will not take torture again. I won't have to suffer to take Yango or Tango or Boat or, 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 or Uber. Oh, there will be cars in the house. Then just because of a car, you won't pray. You make your head full of cocoa, 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 maize cocoa with Tom Brown mixed with with white cocoa. You are mixing inside your head. Now, <laughs> without sugar. Cocoa without sugar and salt. What? Say, it's not, it, we, we are going out. Ah, you are going out. Say, and now we are going. Started, what does going out mean? Just you are starting feel I know you are starting to do one grow. You are standing there now. I mean, they are they are passing, passing their hand, and you two are enjoying. <laughs> you are giggling. <laughs> you are skillful, oh, Kwasia. You. I heard a pastor say, you young ladies, when you meet a man, you should find out what is his relationship between soap and water. (laughs) The guy you want to marry now, do you know his relationship with soap and water? That that means that that's he bath. You see, you are not even thinking about it. I'm saying, say, what is soap and water? What is, what, what's the relationship? How is he related to soap and water? That means that he he loves them. <laughs> he likes soap and he likes water. There are some men, even that one cross some shabu shabu and be. The amount of soap he used for his hair is the same amount of soap to his feet. So by the time he gets to his feet, you know, there's no soap. One towel, six months, one towel, six months. Boxer shorts, two weeks. They have not changed it. Then when you take him to the house and say, Oh, won't you bath? He says, Oh, bath. I bath in the morning. He says, Oh, why won't you bath again? No, me, I don't. I bath only once. Oh. But, but you have sweat and all that, you know. Why is is why? What's the problem? You will be afraid to say there's a problem. Say, oh, there's no problem, and, and you can't breathe as you are lying down because mouth is smelling garlic, onions. I mean, yeah, kebab. He has eaten kebab of three days. They are in his teeth. So when he, he opens his mouth in the bed, yeah, Rade. Then you want to close your nose before he's coming to kiss you. Now, you know, I say, Bishop, there's a problem. Oh, that will be a problem. That will be a problem. Unyare doesn't bath. You say, we are going out. 
You can see that he's smelling, but you can't see. I don't want to offend him. Be there. You, you, to you introduce him for us to train him well, 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 well. Oh, you don't want to bring him to pastor. Well, maybe Bishop may not, Bishop may say maybe he's not in our church. He's not in our church. It's not my problem. If you go and marry somebody who is not in our church and he, he doesn't go to church and you say that's your person you want to marry. Well, what am I going to do? You say, well, he's born again. He doesn't come to our church, but he's born again. Because you know the thing that we'll be asking. I've heard in the corner on Kwasari. Oh, Kwasari, I said, why are you going to church? But we went last week. Why are you going again this week? He said, oh. But church, is it not every week that we go say, ah. In Dubai, hey, we have gone, we have been going to church. This week, I want to just do something in the house. I need you. Hey. Some people think it's only brothers who don't bath. Some sisters too. Hey. don't bath at They don't know how to wash their hair so that their hair smell. They don't know that the hair smell because they can't smell it themselves. Thank you, Bishop. Be immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always. Because of the discussion we're having about corruptible must put on uh, incorruptible uh, mortal must put on immortality. One day will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. The spiritual put on a spiritual, uh, unspiritual put on a natural put on a spiritual body. Jesus will be here. Because of these things, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much knowing that your toil eh, is not in vain in the Lord. Your toil in the Lord, not in politics. I know you are toiling in politics. I know you are toiling in different, different things that you are business and things you are doing. But toil also in the Lord. There are things we do in the Lord. We labor. We struggle. We fight. We, we force. We do things. We are, we are tired for the Lord. It's labor. It's toil. Toil is work. Work is labor. Labor is hard work. It involves sweating. As I'm preaching, I'm sweating. It's labor in the Lord. But it's not in vain. It's useful. In vain means useless. In vain means useless. That means there are work that is useless. I told you one day that I'll bring you um, a, a, a brochure, funeral brochure, of somebody whose uh, this funeral program was done for. This is 2006. It's a, it's a, it's a funeral brochure for an, an elite man. His biography is page 7, 8, 9. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yes. About 15, uh, about 8 pages. His own brother started reading. I was there at the funeral. That, it struck me. That's why I went to see the family to if they have a copy of the brochure from 2006. Because it's almost 20 years ago. But I like I like it. Because I remember that funeral. I've never seen it before or after that. As they read his biography, the brother read. He was, uh, he quoted a scripture, Ecclesiastes something, accordingly by the will of God, the brother so and so has died, and so who was, uh, who was he? They asked a question in the biography. Who was so and so, whose mortal remains lie before us, and whom we mourn today? The parents of so and so called brother so and so by so and so. 
started his education in so and so date. In 19 something something, he was in standard five, sat common entrance exam, gained admission to this secondary school, obtained his Cambridge school certificate with grade one in 1954. And his Cambridge high, higher school certificate with distinction in chemistry in 1956. They were reading. Throughout his school life, he was often the first in his class. No matter how big the class was and won prizes and the monotonous, and with monotonous regularity. With monotonous regularity. He was always first. Apart from his academic brilliance, he was also well-mannered and disciplined. It was therefore little wonder that he was made school library prefect. <laughs> After completing the sixth form and while teaching mathematics and science at the so-and-so secondary school and Queen's College in so-and-so and so, and obtained grade A in Cambridge certificate with examination, even though he had intellectual ability in training as a medical doctor, he resisted pressures to study medicine because he could not stand the sight of blood. In his youth, oh, they were reading now. Then they got to. In Ghana, he worked as loans officer. When he joined the FAO of the UN, he was first posted to Ethiopia. Then this and that. His next post was to Gambia. His third post was in uh, Zambia. Hey! They were reading. They were reading. Hey, his fifth was here. Then, on his return from his service with the FAO, so and so worked as a consultant and undertook, among others, the following assignments. Then they started listing that. When he listed about three of them, he flipped the page. He said, "All this, all these are not necessary." All these are not necessary. And this was the sentence was saying that. Uh, he, he undertook the following assignments. Labor, work. As team leader of group of local consultants assembled under the National Agricultural Research Project of the Council of the Scientific and, and Industrial Research and so on. Hey, he chapa 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 chapa. As a member of the local consulting team reviewed as a national expert recruited among hey, all these are not necessary. He was rubbishing his toil. He was rubbishing his brother's toil. I don't know whether the family was happy with him or not. Or whether they told him that he should hurry up. But he was rubbishing the toil, the assignments that the man had on this earth. And he flipped and got to the last page or so. And said, as a father, he was also... Uh, at home, then he jumped to at home. At home, he was growing up with his younger siblings. As a father, he was this. As a person, he was that. And then he said uh, he did not use his spiritual gifts and abilities to glorify himself. He used them to the benefit of his family members, his fellow countrymen and women. Then he quoted a scripture and ended. It's like he rubbished his work on earth. So when we read the scripture that therefore, therefore, because Christ has resurrected, because there's the resurrection of the body, therefore be steadfast, be unmovable, do fear, be unmovable, be unshakable. You may do communion stars, don't give it up. You are a basenta leader, don't give up, don't stop, don't don't give up the work of the Lord, the labor of the Lord. Kwame, 
You people are acting. We can't see you acting again. It's like you have slowed down. You are not steadfast. You have been you are being moved by various pressures of your life. But always abounding. Abounding. She says that. So you say you have done a platform eh, for crusade. 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 And then along this road, there's another one towards the end. Eh? No. No, on this side, Santo, Santo side. No, Santo from Ajekojo, Ajekojo. Kubekrum. We have bought a land. We want to build another cathedral. That side doesn't relate with here. When you go there, you think you are in Swedru. And when you are in the church, you see. You may think that it doesn't concern you. It's just the pastor and some pastors who are zealous for God and who must be doing this work of God. But God is telling you, therefore, my beloved brethren, brothers and sisters in Christ, don't slow down. Don't quit. One day, all the work you did in politics, even not one day, four years, there were names we knew in government. They are not names in government anymore. We don't know what they even do, whether they are even alive. But their names were always this Tonyedu used to speak always. This uh uh sorry. Even Kujokwachi was an actor. Where is he? I think he's dead now. When people are doing the work of politics and laboring, they look like they are powerful and doing it, but it's a matter of time. It will be in vain. Kwame Nkrumah built us the motorway. He built Akosombo. He built um, factories in Tema, created Tema, the whole of Tema. He created silos, silos to store grain and uh, agric harvests. All of them are empty. If you go to industrial, there's a very tall structure. It's made of concrete from beginning to end. Tall one, silos, Kwame Nkrumah silos. Nine, about 60 years ago, 60 something years ago, 67, 70 years ago, he made them so that he will, we will store our produce so that Ghana will never have food shortage or anything like that for years and years to come. Because Americans think they all do that. They have storage, even fuel that there's a difficulty now. They have stores of fuel that they are releasing now into the system. What has it come to? It's useless. Even before he finished his rule, the Ghanaians said, we don't want you. When they overthrew Kwame Nkrumah, there were many places where his statue, they were breaking down the statue. People were shouting, hey, pull it down, pull it down. But, hey, the person who laid his life down for us and won independence for us and declared that the, the independence of Ghana is meaningless unless it is linked to the, the Ghana, uh, uh, Ghana, our beloved country, is free forever. We are free. His works seem vain, in vain, seem to have come to naught people don't want to even associate with incrumized, incrumized people are forced that, is that we are incrumized people don't know what incrumized means 
So when it was voting time, you never voted for the Nkrumahs, even though Kwame Nkrumah was our founder of this nation. All these political people who become chairman of MPP, chairman of NDC, soon you see that people don't want them to be chairman and spokesman people for the for the party anymore. So say the small noble say Adi useless. That's what his memory vain. But there's something Paul is explaining to us. It's never in vain. It's your labor in the Lord. That's why when the man saw his brother's accomplishments and assignments, he swiped them and said, all these are not necessary. And went to the end and read it and closed. What are you doing with your life? God wants you more than anything that you can afford. Even when you say you want to give money, how much money? Today is resurrection day. We want to give our lives to this glorious mission unreservedly. We want to give our lives to the preaching of the gospel, the work of the Lord. Jesus said, what is the work of God? The work of the Lord is for us to believe in him whom he has sent. It's to make the world believe. It's to make the believers continue believing and trusting and growing in that faith. Believing in Jesus. Believing in what he has come to do. The believers continue to believe until they die. Don't be moved, Lanque. Don't be moved. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Always abounding. Always. Always. We must see you. There's something that this week, there's something you are doing for God's work. What have you done this week for God's work? This service, we are growing, but the pace is too slow. We need to grow faster. Why? For souls. For souls. There are people that don't know the Lord. we We need to win them for Jesus. The chairs are available. The space is there for them. Everybody must pick up. Pick up your Bible. Pick up your legs. And let us move around. Who are you bringing to the Lord? What are you doing for the work of God? As Sunday is approaching, you should be asking yourself, what am I doing to help with the work of God? Throughout the week, as you go to work. So today, I've done something for my job, I've done something for my family, I've done something for my children, but what about the Lord and the Lord's work? Jesus said, don't think about what you eat or what you drink or what you put on, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things others are dying for will be added to your life. It's not, it's not light out that is preaching it. The scripture, I, that's why I read, I just read the scripture from the whole of First uh, Corinthians chapter 15. Knowing that in the Lord your labor is not. Is that the last verse? Is that the last, that's the last verse? It's not in vain. How many are going to give their lives? Yes. Give your children. Give your life. Jesus shouldn't die in vain. It's like his death is not a use. It's not that we come and wear white on Sundays. And then the rest of the days, we do what we like. We eat and drink. No. Now that he has risen, we must be about our father's business. Michael, you used to sit here sometimes, but now I've seen that you have transferred yourself here. Yes. This is Sophie, the one who sang before I preached. That's her husband. It's a doctor. You have done something for your children. You've done something for your wife. Perhaps you've done something for your mother or father. And something for your job or your business. But what about the work of the Lord? Have you thought about it? That one day when you, when, when 
now you have died. When you wake up, say, hey, where am I here? Then they say that, yeah, come. You say, hey, who, somebody's talking. I, I thought I was dead. If you watch the ghost, the, there's a movie called Ghost. There's something, it's not the whole truth, but it gives some kind of picture of how when people die and they see that they are weak. It's like how they react. It's like the man dies. Then he sees that, hey, I'm awake. Then he sees the body lying there. Yes. <laughs> then a bad person, demons start coming for him. Then he's screaming. It's a revelation. One day you stand before God and they will ask you, what did you do for the Lord? What did you do? Some of you can sing. Even if you are not a lead singer, you can do something with your life for the master. Sometimes you stand at the back. When you stand at the back, your voice may not be heard, but it adds up. It adds as a chorus for the one who is singing to be encouraged to continue singing. It's like when you see a team, there's only one Abedipele. Or there's only one Ronaldo. Everybody is looking for Ronaldo when they get the ball. Because he is the one who can score. If he doesn't score, there's no scoring. There's not much scoring. Maybe Manchester City are trying to use everybody to score. So they are trying. But it's also not easy. Because everybody should score. It's also not... It's also not no, so, so one day you see that nobody is scoring. Because this one thought this one was scoring. This one thought this one was scoring. And in the end, nobody scored. And it happens to them a lot. Often there's one star person say we are all supporting, we are all that's why they are expensive. But if you are jealous over those expensive guys and say that no, me too, I can score. I've been scoring goals. So when you are in a team, you never pass to the one who can score, and you are trying to move from defense to go and score, defense at uh, middle midfield to go and score, left side to go and score, right side. You see that you are just everywhere doing nothing, they will replace you just now. So within the same church, there are people who can also do things. Everybody has something to do. Everybody has something to do. We have business community. Where people who are in corporate world and business things, they can come together, have breakfast, invite their friends, invite their colleagues, doing something. I'm trying to do something. I am busy with my business, but now I'm also busy for the Lord. Even in this life, your own brothers can say, oh, people laugh at us that our brother was SP at secondary school. Don't add that one. You people. You just went to Achirinsha and finished O level, A level, finish. Let's continue. When they are writing your biography, they remove things. He went to live in Nigeria to, as a teacher to work for some time. They said that, oh, call Nigeria and a honey cry. prison. They remove. They remove all those sections. But there is something nobody can remove. It will stand for you for all eternity. Paul says it is the work of the Lord. It will never be in vain. Stand to your feet. Lift your hand. Committing yourself to the Lord. Marado Sika Balahanda. Zeato Simike Badwa Telidimi Zabaya. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, Master. Marato Siki Dea. Have mercy on us. 
have mercy on us thank you Jesus lift your hand like you are somebody has pointed a gun at you and you are lifting your hands in surrender and you are saying father I surrender my life to you in hope of this resurrection I pray for grace to be steadfast to be immovable to always abound in the work of the Lord the work the work the labor doing things for God serving God I want to busy myself for it oh yes I want to bring souls to the Lord I want to help souls to enjoy church I want to make souls also happy when they come before you I want to invite somebody I want to be someone who adds and brings people to serve you I want to be able to add myself to encourage people to come to church and be part of your work oh yes I want to be able to teach new believers and young Christians I want to take care of the children there are some of us here you must be part of the saved church the children's church the young adults church the young people's church the infants church the kids church you can be part of it you can join the choir you can be part of it you can add yourself to the area where where we 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 gather together to do bible studies and reach out to the communities and to the areas and bring people to the lord you can add your money and declare i I want my money to be used to pass people to church. Ah, I want to add myself to that work. Maybe I'm not a preacher, but I am blessed and I want to use my money to add for the work of God. I cannot just be in the house. I want to pray concerning the work of God. I want to pray for those that are actively doing the soul winning. I want to be part of that prayer group. I want to be part of supporting it. And Alirata Zofrikale. Blessed be God, Father, grace to serve you. Grace, Paul said, by the grace of God, I labored more abundantly than, than they are. Pray for grace to serve, grace to serve God, grace to serve Him. Lift your hand, everybody, lift your hand, open your mouth. Pray for grace to be a, a worker for Jesus. Pray for grace to be a servant of Christ. Pray for grace to always abound in the work of the Lord, knowing that it is never in vain. Marota sakatayada, hela maratosaya, brata candelimene, riandolomo shidarabadiriada, roto sokotoriyama. Blessed be God. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Place your hand on your heart. Father, I pray for everyone. Lord, many times we are engaged in many other works. Some are for our businesses. Some are for our extended family. Some are for our immediate family. Some are for our friends. But Lord, today we are praying for the grace. That same grace you granted Paul and made him labor than all the apostles that were there before him. We pray for that same grace. The grace of service. The grace to do your will. The grace to labor abundantly in the work of God. The grace to never be moved. Be immovable. The grace to be steadfast. We are praying for that grace and I pray for it for your people. That we will labor for the Lord all the days of our lives. I thank you because you've done it for us. 
for everybody listening to us watching listening i pray for the grace to serve in jesus name amen clap your hands unto the lord are you clapping for the lord for the lord not for me not like after my preaching clap for me but clap for the lord clap for the lord one day you will be resurrected one day i know you would like to say my business should resurrect my marriage should resurrect but i am just reading the scriptures and i don't want to add so much to the scriptures that i read that is why it will stay with you when you go home you can continue reading it read it so you understand it deeper and god will be first corinthians 15 first corinthians 15 and when it's ending it tells you therefore when we did maths you do this one is equal to this then this formula you use this formula to calculate the area or formula to calculate something then you say therefore x is equal to it's like you are not getting the answer so therefore yeah so when we have finished all the calculations we are doing now from the top 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 first corinthians 15 1 2 3 4 some people say resurrection therefore my beloved brethren the answer is be steadfast be unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord because in the lord your labor is not in vain adelaide happy birthday but always abounding some of the nice aquaba ladies apostles have disappeared some are in the church doing nothing don't want to something that david craved for that i would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the lord me, David the king, I will prefer to be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. When God has given you that opportunity, you say, I can do. You are beautiful. You say, we can't use that beauty to stand at the door and uniform yourself for the Lord. That on Sundays, I'm not walking anywhere. I just stand and smile. Welcome. You are welcome. Enjoy the service. You are welcome. Enjoy the church. You are welcome. Enjoy the preaching. Then you do something like that. That's all. This work. And enjoy the service. Even sometimes you don't have to speak. You just smile. Then the person just passes. That's all. You can't do that for the Lord. You can't abound in that for the Lord. You are rather abounding in something else. I'm your pastor. I want to just help you. Rachel, you are blessed. Keep abounding. Nice, tall, very Miss Ghana-ish model-like structure. You use it to wave to the people. You are welcome. Enjoy the service. Then when the people, newcomers come, new uh, people who have come for the job, visitors, then you say, oh, we'll go and see you off. Just follow me. That's what they work. Follow me. You don't preach. You don't have to do Bible studies to come and preach on Sundays. You don't have to lift chairs. Just have to smile. For my Jesus, I can smile. For my Jesus, I can stand on my feet for a few hours. For my Jesus, I can pray. For my Jesus, I can go around and tell people. Some people are advertising different products, but not the product, the almighty product, Jesus Christ. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, somebody invited you. You are not born again, but you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. Please lift up your right hand. Pastor, pray for me. 
I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a serious Christian. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it up. Somebody invited you. You came by yourself. But you know if you were to die this afternoon, you are not sure of making it to heaven. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Prayer will do you good. God bless you. God bless you. I see so many hands on the left. So many hands in front of me. And some hands on the... Do I see a hand on my right hand side? Anybody? Lift your hand. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't think about somebody to your left or right. Lift your hand. Wonderful. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to take a step and come to me right in front here. God bless you. Oh, clap for them. For my Jesus, I can clap to encourage somebody to come into his presence. Lift your hands. Those of you in front here, lift your hands. Let's pray. Pray this prayer. I'm leading you in the prayer, but it is your prayer. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I am yours. You are mine. I will serve you with my life. I will serve you with my strength. I will serve you with my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you. Say now, Satan, from today, I will no longer serve you. I will serve Jesus. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Master. And I am His forever. I am His forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our communion on Resurrection Sunday. Beautiful. down from heaven which a man may eat and never die a man may eat you are eating a life giving meal every toxin in your body dies on contact with this one every kind of disease medicine has no answer drugs have no solution 
this body will answer. May you live and never die serving your Lord. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus. We receive it with thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Jesus. Lift up the cup. Jesus lifted the cup and said, This is the New Testament in my blood. The New Testament in my blood. And my blood is shed for the remission of the sins of many. Father, we thank you for the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. In Jesus' name. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Give the Lord a wave. The blood has located you. Whatever difficulty is in your life, God's power is bringing an end to it. Safety is of the Lord. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. For the rest of your days, live long and prosper. In Jesus' name, Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.